The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a Yid in, in Paris. His name is Rev. Monk, Rev. Eli Monk. He wrote very famous uh, Svarim on, on Tfilah, and uh, he wrote Kol HaTaira on, on, on Chumash, The Call of the Taira Arts Girl published it in, uh, you know, in five volumes, uh, a masterpiece of a work. The World of Prayer, maybe some of you know, also written by him, is a rub in Paris. And I think before the war he was already a rub in Paris, and after the war he continued being the rub in Paris. He felt a very strong responsibility, even though the Yiddish Kayet wasn't flourishing there as it was elsewhere in the world after the war, but he felt that he should be there. But when it came time to, for his kids, Shidduchim, and there weren't really that many, if any, prospects in Paris for them, so he started sending his children to America to find Shidduchim. Just as an interesting uh, footnote, the first and founding Rosh Hashiva based Medish Talmud was uh, Abba Branchbigo, who should live and be well. He needs a refuah shleima. Um, and he was married to, uh, to one of Rabbi Monk's daughters. Rabbi Monk had another child, a son, and the son was sent by Rabbi Monk to study in Chaim Berlin Yeshiva in Flatbush, in, in Brooklyn, New York. And he was going through a very difficult time with the Shidduch process. It wasn't going, and it was very depressing. And then finally, he found a girl, and they got engaged. And it was a huge simcha, and Yeshiva was a huge simcha for him and for his friends, and of course for his family. And his father said, I'm coming on the next plane, I want to come and, you know, we'll make a bar, and uh, I want to meet the Kawa. And everyone was so excited that a monk was going to come to New York from Paris. And when he came off the plane, he saw his son greet him at the airport, and his son looked very upset and depressed, although he was trying to fight back tears and, and trying to be very strong. A monk knew his son and he says, what's wrong? And he said, she broke off the shidduch. And it was very hard for him. It was very hard for him to deal with, but his father was here and his father hugged him and they went home. I think they stayed by the Braunschweigels that week and, and his father gave him a lot of chizuk and his father learned with him and they sang together and they walked together and they had a wonderful reconnection and a week later, it was time for, for Monk to go back to Paris. And Rav Huttner meets the boy in yeshiva that day, and he says, how's everything going? He knew well about the entire, you know, the ups and downs of this, uh, this boy's life right now. He says, I'm taking my father to the airport to, to bring him back. So Rav Huttner says to him, do me a favor. I want to speak to you about something. As soon as your father gets on the plane and you say goodbye to him, go to a payphone and make a collect call to me. In those days, you can either put quarters in the, meter, in the, in the phone, the dimes or quarters, whatever it was at the time, or you can call collect, which means you call an operator, you tell them, you know, please call this number, and that person, if they accept the call, then it's on their cheshman, it's on their dime, so to speak. Uh, literally, to, uh, to pay for the call. He says, call me as soon as your father leaves, as soon as you say goodbye. Call me, I want to ask you a question. 
I want to speak to you about something. So, he sees his father off, it was like the most difficult moment, because, you know, everything that he, you know, he needed was in his father, and his father was now going back home, and he was, like, he was so depressed. And he said, and as soon as his father left, and they hugged, and they kissed, they said their goodbyes, and his father goes on off to the plane, he sits down, and he starts getting really, really sad in one of the lounge chairs in the airport. And then a few moments later, he remembers that Raputner, the Rashiva, asked if he could call him. He says, I, I don't want to speak to him now. What is he, is he going to ask me to do something? I'm not in the mood. But Raputner asked me to call, so I'll call. So he made the collect call. Raputner picks up the call. Of course, he accepts the call. And he says, did the Rashiva want me to do something? He said, I should call. He says, he says I, I know that now is a very difficult time for you. Your father was everything to you. He was here for you when you needed him. He says, tell me a little bit about what's going on now in your life. And as soon as this boy, this young man heard this, the dam broke and all of the tears and all of the anguish and all of the tsar, all the years of dating and all of the... the, the the torment that he had to go through with a broken engagement and with his father here and the embarrassment, it all just came rushing out and flooding. And for half an hour, he was crying to Raputner on the phone about all of his tsaras and about everything that he needed to get off of his chest. And that was able to allow him to move on in his life. See, Rav Huttner understood when he told him, when your father leaves, call me, I want to ask you something, that he had to time it just so. You have to know how to time something just so if you want to be godly. You have to know when the right time is to do the right thing. And when to get maximum impact. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.